I gotta reach my thing. All right, we out. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Mo Video Game Podcast, where we're gonna finish the top 50. Um, yeah, it should be a pretty exciting episode, given the fact that we've been working on this for literally over a year, with only episode here or there, deviating from the track, figuring out the ultimate top 50 showdown player of the week, year, life, go, go, all time, baby. Top 50 of all time. That is what we're gonna be finding out today, just a little administration bs to get out of the way also we will be taking off next week as i will be out of town and busy and not able to record in any reasonable time frame and uh yeah you know we're just so pooped after doing all of this delectable delicious enticing and fantastic conversation regarding the top 50 showdown we just need a mental break we need a recharge so thanks so much for understanding enjoy this week's episode You just called it the end. This is this is the end of the Mo Video Games podcast. It is. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the end. Well, I, it's it's a top fifty. The end. It's not the end of the Mo Video Games podcast. So everyone oh, who's I just literally only read the end. Who's just joining us now? Uh, don't worry, this isn't the end of the Mo Video Games podcast. It's not clickbait. <laughs> it's clickbait. We don't got no clickbait. We need clickbait. We do need clickbait. Dude, how do I get this BS on my beeping phone to not be that BS, BS, BS? There we go. God. I don't like when they do the... YouTube has that you can see chat, but it's like... They like superimpose it on the video or whatever you want to call it, you know? Yeah. And it's like... If you're watching it on your laptop then sure i get it but they don't do that on the laptop they do it on your phone and i understand they do it on your phone so you can see chat and the thing but then chat blocks still like half of the thing i mean there's so much text half the time in the chat you know if you're watching like like when i'm watching lcs you know it's like chat's blocking half of the game i can't see what's going in half of the game which means i'm not gonna watch the game (laughs) i know you can turn it off but it just seems like a bad feature or a waste of a feature, I guess, because I don't like it. Also, I'm just watching my just making sure I, I don't know what the stream is going to look like. So welcome, everybody. Uh, it looks this good is, on my phone. This is the Mo Video Games Technical Difficulty Podcast. As you know, this isn't recorded in front of a live YouTube studio audience. Um, on hotel Wi-Fi. So there may be some drop frames here and there. Bada bop, that's the way it's going to be, so we apologize. But that's just to make sure we keep the live content coming to you, our wonderful viewers. So, um, yeah. Beautiful intro. Thank you. Right off the cuff, Um, too. Right off the cuff. Here's the cuff. Boo! It's gone. Um, But yeah, so this this one's going to be a little bit different. We are skipping over tech news. Um, We'll be recording a separate tech news podcast. immediately podcast. after this <laughs> immediately after this but you won't see it uh for another week so it's going to be super out of date that's the way we like to do it here in the house of juice um but we are here to end our top 50 bracket we've been doing essentially the entire Thank mobile goodness. video games podcast has been the top 50 bracket we've been going for over a year and 
I think, yeah, we're, we've crossed the 50 episode mark. Not all of them have been top 50 episodes, but I think we might be, this might be the 50th top 50 episode. I'm not entirely sure. That would be perfect if we didn't try to plan that. Um, let us know in the comments if that's the case, but this we've is only, just to finish. We've only had dedicated game episodes to what? God of War and T-Lu 2. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything else that we've had a dedicated episode for. Well, we brought Adam in for something. Was that for God of War? Or was that for... Might have been for God of War. No, it's for Uncharted 4. I feel like we were talking... Oh, that's right. But I think we were still doing a top 50. I think we still integrated that into our 50. Maybe we did. Let I us know. I don't think that was a dedicated. If you're watching and you know what we do here, um, you know more than us. Um, but either way, we're close we're just... to 50 episodes of the top 50. Um, mm-hmm. And so we decided it's time to end it. It's just been, it's been waiting too long. So, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, you go. We, we have two. We each have two matchups we'll be discussing today. The first one is the last of the semifinals, which will give us our final matchup which will then determine number one game of all time, unequivocally, objectively, for forever. No changes ever. <laughs> wow, that's such a ter- terrible way to say that. It only makes me feel more horrible about what's about to happen. <laughs> but in reality... And the games I have up there. True. In reality, this is our top game that we believe for what had impacts with us and we enjoyed personally and currently, it can change. There we go. I corrected it. This is just how we feel today, essentially, at the end of the day. Yeah, it's not even like, I'm not even going for like, object. if I was going to be like a critic type of, you know, best game. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm doing an Oliver best game. Not, not trying to generalize for the universe and say in an exactly. absolute it's relative to me and my puny little metroidvania obsessed brain (laughs) since i got two metroidvanias on there and let's just call zelda one too why not we're just gonna call even though it's totally not at all but you can you can go back boom you do you do sometimes go back i mean you know you turn into an adult you go back (laughs) (laughs) adultvania adultvania there we go so, yeah, I guess since we're not doing tech news, I mean, I guess we just go right the fuck into it. Um, I think I you need to start. <laughs> Why? Well, no, I, I started last week, bro. This is you. This is you. It's all you, baby. I need to hear your soothing voice. You know, I'm just a little worked up right now. Okay, I, I will start the... Uh, I will I will start... I will start. All right. Yeah, you, do, you do your semis. You finish your semis. I'll do both of mine. And then you'll finish yours. Because I think that yours is by far. I'm, I can't wait to know. So I want to torture myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So my semifinal matchup is fantastic. It is The Last of Us Part 2 versus. God of War 2018, the reboot that's not moot. 
Where to begin? Okay. Where to begin? So. Where haven't we already talked about? <laughs> I know. That's the problem, too, is getting into this. I mean, we've talked about both of these games in dedicated episodes, and we've talked about them so many times, multiple times. They've been in both of our brackets. They made it very far. So you guys are probably getting tired of hearing about it. But I'm going to I'm going to leave you guys hanging a little bit and talk about the games, because I think this is probably the, the juiciest matchup I have, period, and have had to date. Um, I think a lot of people don't know which way I'm going to go. And that's that's how I like it. I'm going to string people along a little bit here. You monster. So God of War. Um what what a what a freaking game man it, i so i recently played through it a second time i platinumed the game and i played it on the ps5 which gave me the 4k 60 fps upgrade and 60 fps is game changing man like i don't care what you say if you have been a console gamer your entire life um and haven't had an opportunity to play a game of 60 frames per second or haven't played most of your games at 60 frames per second it will change your life the latency for inputs drops dramatically and the smoothness of the screen. But the latency is the big thing, especially when you're in a game that has a repost, a counter, something like that. The timing of that becomes significantly easier when you have a reduced latency, reduced input. You have a lot more finesse um, that can kind of come around on that side. So um, that, that made the experience great. But God of War, Kratos and boy, father, son, the story pulls at the heartstrings and i think the character arc is and and the story arc just makes a lot of sense like there's definitely a peak point that oliver has complained about where your boy disobeys you and he's just being a little brat and it's 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 terrible it's annoying it, it truly is an annoying part and oliver made an unfortunate mistake that there's no way he could have known this but like played a lot of the like side stuff while boy was in annoying state um and so dealt with annoying boy for a hours. very long time very hours long time. ruined by boy being a little whiner and not shooting the fucking bow when i ask him to shoot the bow which that is like so op in combat too boy is just a. I mean normally arrows in video games like are like throwing a tiny little pebble at someone in this game these arrows are literally made of doomsday filled devices that just penetrate the hearts of thousands immediately on impact i know and, and i the, had the to deal with him not doing it the the shock arrows were my favorite because you can get upgrades for the shock arrows that arc the electricity to the enemies next to them and it basically like just holds them down in place really great cc like you just freaking spamming the shock arrows and then you're just running around axing these enemies that are just stuck in place like it's it's good it's a power trip but yeah to your point then boy boy stops he'll switch the arrow types randomly stops listening to you shoot when he feels like it goes off and does his own thing and it's really annoying but the point i'm trying to make with this is that as, as terrible as that is it just makes the resolution of when boy matures and you go through a kind of a, one of the big climaxes of the game. Um, it just, the resolution feels so sweet. feels so good. And it, it feels earned. Um, and, and it's great. I, I like it. Um, the, the final boss battle, I'll have a, my review of this game going up and I didn't even mention the final boss battle. I might have to go back and, and kind of update my review, uh, to, to make sure I do that before I post it. But it, uh, it's amazing. 
uh, uh, Oliver's talked about kind of the the dichotomy of the, the scale and the range of scale. There, there's this huge battle of giants going on above you um, while you are fighting balder and there's just there's shit going on everywhere the environment's constantly changing there's like set transitional pieces where you're involved and like just the direction and like you and boy are finally in sync and you're like fucking trade blows and just it's amazing it's god i'm just my adrenaline's pumping right now just thinking about the final boss fight it's it's up there in uh in final boss fight zone in territory land might be the king of final boss fights um in like scope and visuals i'm not saying like the actual playing of the boss fight is like super epic i think it's a lot of fun to play too because god of war plays very well but there's probably better technical bosses out there but the the the, the scale and the visuals of it amazing so that's god of war you know it you know you know we love it here at the movie games podcast now last of us part two you want to talk about a game that pulls at the heartstrings. Last of Us Part 2 is about as good as it gets. That, I, I don't even know. The, this game, we have accidentally spoiled on the Mo Video Games podcast, and we, we try to avoid it. Uh, here's your, your spoiler warning again. I will, I will do everything in my power to not say anything that will give much away. But what we always say is there are so many twists and turns and bottom bop moments in this that even knowing what you think might be a huge plot point doesn't ruin the game. Like I've never had a game where you could tell someone like three major plot points and you would still blow you away when you play the game. Like you're just, you're not prepared for it. That's all I can say. Graphically, <laughs> all of you, all of you, nobody. Of you are prepared. If you've played it before, you still ain't ready. Um, but Naughty Dog is the technical behemoth masterpiece because they, the scope of the, they, even though they've opened it up quite a bit, it's they're telling a, a linear story at the end of the day. So the amount of meticulous detail they can put into the environments, the characters, the models, the animations. Um, I mean, you'll like run, you'll be shooting, you'll run out of ammo and it'll click the gun and the enemies hear that and then use that and come out of cover once they realize you're out of ammo. Um, I mean, there's just tons. I mean, it goes on and on. Look, go on YouTube and just search Last of Us Part 2 details. And there's shit tons of videos of people like being like, oh, wow, look at this detail. Look at this deal. And look at this crazy thing. Wow. 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 Like you're 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 going to be hard pressed to find a game that looks better than that. And it came out on a fucking PS4. Like you're just not ready. You're not ready. Nobody's ready for The Last of Us Part 2. And as we've said, the story is a major slapper. It is the slap fest of all slap fests. It starts off immediately and it don't stop for the rest of the game. And that there are a couple big things in there. I I have not I it it's hard for me to imagine a shock that will surpass one of the shocks that happens in The Last of Us Part Two. Like that was such a unexpected 180 that i just it's it's hard for me to imagine another game doing that i'm sure it will at some point but it, i just and that that's the thing like it i'm th- it would be an unimaginable shock so i i can't imagine it right now but my god that game yeah are you talking about like the halfway point yeah bro i told you halo 2 does that 
Bam, baby. The gold it, of it all gold. It doesn't, out of the bracket. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't. I, I know what you're saying, but it, it doesn't. You're literally playing it as the poopy guy. Yeah, but, but, it, it, so. but it happens right away. Like, it's not like, a, like you've played the entire game and then again <laughs> like sure they they adapted it to fit the situation but keyword they adapted it <laughs> they stole halo 2's idea that's all it is um so th- there's some minor spoilers in there if you know you know um but, but you're not ready <laughs> you're not ready i want to put it out there so now i have to choose this is the matchup bro did I win? I, I didn't win. I, di- I didn't get the code to win Win a free Mountain Dew. If you know, you know. Um, <laughs> but you're not ready. <laughs> you're not ready. Um, all right. So, Oliver, who do you think I am going to choose? I mean, you I, certainly I, to, to, to be fair, I, I know already. So, I, I don't want people to think that his guess will influence. I know without a shadow of a doubt. I've already... Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll just put it that way. I, I know, so you, yeah, just tell me what you think. <laughs> you spent a lot more time talking about God of War and talking about a lot more aspects, but your praise, the magnitude of praise for Last of Us seems higher. But I really think you should pick God of War in my head. I just feel too adamant about it. I, I'm thinking about it. I mean, I guess obviously I'm just biased because I think God of War is better than Tilu too. Otherwise, Tilu would be or Tilu did it make it to my top eight? I forgot what I did. It T- might have. I I don't remember. Maybe you took it out. It might have like made it, but then when we shuffled, you took it out again. I don't remember. I don't remember either. It doesn't really matter. If I'm being totally honest, I only think about the games on the plate at this exact moment. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I got this. I got this feeling you are gonna pick Tilu too, but I still think I still think I feel the essence of it should be God of War. Uh, which one would I pick? I guess I should. I gotta go God of War, bro. God of War. It just it's it gives you, like I said, Tilu to to me. I've already told you this. Tilu has. The story is way better than God of War. God of War does everything else way better. I think it would be dummy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm going to change your opinion <laughs> to pick otherwise. But what is it? Just tell me. I'm stressing out. You're All stressing right. me. Drum roll, please. <laughs> My choice is God of War. Oh, thank God. Woo. Yeah. Woo. And it is... Not as close as you would think it would be. Um, it was not that hard of a decision. Um, I'm so, telling you, bro. I think God of War is just. I I think it's a. Like I said, the, if the if if Tilu two story is a ten, God of War story is like an eight, eight and a half range, right? Mm-hmm. But like everything else that God of War does does on average way better than Tilu two. I think like. The gameplay, the environment, the gameplay for sure. I mean, I didn't mind Tilu's gameplay. I think you liked it more than I did, but like it was 
it was kind of a little another Uncharted. You know, it was just a conduit for the story. It wasn't something to be excited for. We are like Valkyries, Niflheim, um, even just like the boss fights in general, like exploring the mountain, like the variety of environments. Um, there's just so much more to God of War. There's so much more depth, so much more variety. I just think it's... So I, I, so I, I recorded my God of War review yesterday. Um, and I said in it, I mean, there's no way to prove I recorded it yesterday, but I did say in it that I would be picking God of War over the last of us part two, um, in it. So there, there's my, my proof that I had already decided, but, um, it's, I, I would almost argue that every aspect of God of War is better. Maybe the story as well. Um, now I think what last of us part two does better is, um, the unexpected, and uh, um yeah it, like the the shock factor of the last of us part 2 is incredible and i think the i think it is a more like the emotions are just like what what it's trying uh it's it's tough to say i i i can't compare the stories i guess is maybe like i'm not going to say one is better than the other um because God of War, the, the story of father and son and how that relationship grows and even um, with Freya and Balder and like the, the different relationships throughout that. I mean, I think God of War is a masterclass in storytelling as well. Um, but what, The Last of Us Part Two, I think people sometimes who, who enjoyed it will, will put it above God of War because it is a story game. And that is that is what you are playing. Like they are telling you the story, and you are doing it. And God of War does the same, um, but there is uh, there's a lot of other aspects that lift it up so high as well that people don't remember, like the story as the thing. It's like no God of War as an entire entity is amazing. The gameplay, and I, I said this in my review too, is God of War has an unfair advantage in that it's not based in the real world that we exist in. Um, so the gameplay can do things that aren't possible. So you can feel more powerful. It can be more exciting. You have these shock arrows, you're fighting demons and dragons and Valkyries, and you have these amazing weapons and these abilities, and you're a freaking God that you're playing as. So the fun factor of God of War is light years beyond the last of us part two. Like last of us part two is really fun and exciting and some of the stealth gameplay and it's visceral and it's real and it's grounded. But like when you're just talking pure fun, we, we talked about the end game content of Nilfheim and like you go there and it's basically just a fucking playground. It's like, all right, we've given you all of these skills and these abilities. Now we're just going to throw a shit ton of powerful enemies at you and you just get to use them. You just go have some fucking fun. Um, and like the end game content's amazing. The Valkyrie bosses are super awesome, especially Sigrun, the final Valkyrie boss. Wow, have I never been so, and we've talked about this before, but like I have never been so excited to get my ass whooped. Like it's like, because you, you're getting better every time. Like I said, it doesn't feel like the game is cheating you. It, it feels yeah. like you, you, you just need to get better and you know exactly why you lost and what you can do to improve. And it's like a lin almost a linear curve of like skill. Like as you get better, you make it further and further. Like the first time you fight her, you'll get a quarter of a health bar and then three eighths and then half. And it's like each time you like just, you can see the progress as you're getting better of how much closer to beating her you get. Um, so yeah from start to finish it's just it's a more fun game um it, it just has some inherent advantages to the genre it's 
it's tough to say that like, oh, God of War is a better game than The Last of Us Part Two because they're trying to achieve different things. But for me, from what I want in a video game and something I would go back to, I mean, I have not platinum The Last of Us Part Two, have not played it again. I do want to, but I, I've played through God of War twice and I did platinum it. And I, it's not something I, I will not go back and platinum Last of Us Part Two. I will tell you that right now. Uh, but yeah. but staying in the world of God of War and playing it more, like I might even do a new game plus in God of War. Like I might play it a third time. It's it's tough to say. So long story short, they're both amazing. They're both fantastic. I do speak very highly. Some of the peaks of Last of Us Part Two are are higher peaks. Like Last of Us Part Two hits elevens at times, um, but then we'll dip down Impossible. to like an an eight or nine, where I think God of War is pretty much a consistent ten across the board. Um, yeah is probably the best way I can describe it and why it sounded like I have such high praise for Last of Us Part 2. I mean, Last of Us Part 2 is final final four for me. It's a fucking great game. I love it. But yeah, it just, it can't compete with like God of War, so. I just think that it's hard. Like, God of War is a great story in the sense, I mean, you you definitely resonated with the story a lot more than I did. But like, to get a story that actually makes you feel so sad as such intensely depressing scenes. I think that's like why I've been saying that the last of us story, I think that's harder to execute, you know, than just like having an epic grand badass story, like Kratos's adventure through God of war. But I see what you're saying about it is like a very well written, like, you know, I'm not saying it's like a fucking video game version of the Iliad, but just because the content is similar, you know, it's just like an epic badass grand story. Like, yeah, I, I, I think to your point too, I think last of us part two is more universally relatable. Um, like everyone has experienced grief in, in their life. Um, and some of the, the pain and stuff that happens in the story. Um, like that's something that, every single human being on this planet can relate to i don't care who you are i don't care how great your life has been you have experienced grief at some point um and we're like the the father son mother son like parental relationship growing that everyone has had vastly different experience when it comes to that um and may not perfectly resonate with the the story that's being told and it's something that cory barlog the game's uh director um has talked a lot about is it he he growing as a gamer and like having kids since his time on the earlier god of wars kind of changed and shaped the narrative they were trying to tell with that story um and so that's that's unique to that type of experience so yeah where last of us part two is like everyone understands it and it just boom man they they did they stuck the fucking landing with it for sure in that story yeah damn bro that was crazy crazy it's what i wanted though it's what i got i got what i wanted i got what i've been saying this whole time <laughs> and that's all that matters baby so the end uh, of the day once oliver is done with his entire bracket my final matchup will be god of ori war will lose to god and of ori war. and the will of the wisp baby I swear to god if ori wins i'm gonna be fucking raging this stream's ending right now no tech news either <laughs> um all right your turn bro okay sounds good well I think I'm going to go a lot less in-depth. <laughs> Honestly, because it's been a long time since I played Ocarina of Time. I actually have played Metroid Prime not too long ago. 
And we've already talked about it a million times, as we've said a million times, but we will continue to reiterate how many times we talked about these games, because why not? <laughs> and you're not ready for it. Um, <laughs> That's true. You ain't. Okay, so I'm thinking about like big differences between them and like what would be standout, you know, because I like, I like fantasy games a lot. I'm not going to lie. If you haven't figured out. Apparently, having a sword bow is fantasy, even though, I mean, people use these weapons in the real world, so I don't see what's so fantastical about it. There's nothing fantasy about Legend of Zelda, other than when Ganondorf turns into Super Mecha Ganondorf. It's not actually Mecha, but he turns into Big Boy Ganny at the end. Okay, that's fantasy. I'll give it that one. Hey, he just, he took some HRT, you know, and just bulked up a little bit. That's, that happens. A couple, a couple steroids to shrink up the nards and grow the rest large. Um, you know how it goes. <laughs> um, but I also do really like the like space theme of Metroid Prime. Um, like I think both of them just have very unique atmospheres and I think also Metroid Prime introduces like Ocarina of Time I think has a lot of really typical environments that you're going to see in a game you know like a fire world a forest world a water world desert world you know just like really like classic now like every single there's fucking what I'm going to call it Magmaheim because I can't remember <laughs> Niflheim. there yeah. we go <laughs> um, you know like that's pretty much the fire world Niflheim's like kind of the closest I feel like a god of war that they have to like a desert world it's definitely got that like more but it's more like well Yo- Jotunheim is definitely you just don't spend any time there Big Yotes which one was Big Yotes that's the end with the giants Oh, that's right. That's fair. But that's also very mountainous, which is yeah. why I'm saying that area looked dope and I wish that they had more with it, but I'm not, I'm not pissed, just disappointed. <laughs> and then the first world that you go in with the, the flying speared, like, Alpha Poseidon bitches. Yeah. yeah, like, that's totally the water world right there. You know, I think it's, it's a good twist on a water world, though. I'll give it that. Like, it definitely wasn't just, like, a normal, like, here's a water dungeon. <laughs> You're going to explore it. Um, I thought they did a good job, especially introducing an entirely new like enemy type. Definitely made um it exciting. I, I like how so, yeah, we're the- we're in your matchup and we're still talking about God of War. <laughs> I just I just think I'm I'm just trying to lay out that I think Ocarina Time when I experienced all of these things for the first time, they all felt really new, and now I've just seen them rinsed out like a trillion times. And I don't I think it's just like a natural like what you're gonna think of when you're trying to create new environments, right? Like you're gonna think of hot and you're gonna think of cold and you're gonna think of water and forest and mountain, you know, like you're gonna use the natural world to do it. Like the most exciting dungeon in Ocarina of Time is definitely the uh like I think it's the Shadow Temple or whatever, last fight. You're fighting the hands that are drumming on the drum, and you got to shoot the hands, bada boom, bada bing. Um, like drumming that one on the cool. drums. <laughs> drumming on the drums, baby. Like, that was a cool and novel dungeon. It's something that you don't see very often. Um, or at least I haven't seen other games try to imitate. I would say Metroid Prime Special Sauce, in terms of the area, they have, like, a Phazon area, which Phazon is essentially, like, this, like, goopy liquidy mass that the space pirates are trying to use to generate like more energy and overthrow the world and kill everyone roughly speaking (laughs) sounds like doom Um, very very roughly speaking but they also have a fire region and a forest region and a desert region um so yeah i think obviously graphics and metroid prime way better i think i'd have to probably give 
the bosses in Ocarina of Time I still think are cooler just because at the end of the Forest Temple, you got what I always thought was Ganondorf, but it isn't Ganondorf. He's flying out of paintings on a horse, and you got to figure out which fucking painting he's going to fly out of. I don't know why I like that so much, but I thought that was really cool, especially when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> and they have the room in the in the same forest temple that does like the painting that has the stairs going like a million ways, you know, like like oh yeah uh, yeah yeah. I, yeah so it's like gravity's is like that not, what that is? It might be, but yeah, it's yeah. like not like a consistent like essentially the implication of gravity is not consistent if the room was going to be designed logically, you know, like if there's yeah. a reason for each stair, then the implication of gravity is yeah non-uniform um soundtracks on both of them are absolute bangers i actually would probably have to give it to metroid prime soundtrack (laughs) (laughs) i know well zelda in general is really iconic but man the i don't even know what the metroid soundtrack sounds like well it's baller dude that's all you gotta know (laughs) you're not you're not ready for it um I'm trying to think of other things because right now I'm really kind of leaning towards Ocarina of Time the more I'm talking about it. But I really thought I was going to pick Metroid Prime when I walked into this. The child to adult thing, that's super cool. I think the the abilities that you get in Metroid Prime, I think are really cool and really well used. And I think overall the atmosphere in Metroid Prime is a lot better. Like you get the morph ball and then you have the bomb and with the you get like a like a mini bomb that'll blast uh samus up and then you can time it so you like double blast yourself it takes a little bit of time oh, to yeah get used i, I to think it. i've seen some gameplay of that yeah yeah i think that metroid prime does you get you get like four laser beams it feels like you have a lot less equipment than you do in ocarina time but i feel like they used it in a way that like that's not a bad thing it's a good thing you know like they used they designed the environment so that even though you have a like a more limited set of things that you can use to interface with the environment. It feels more exciting because you have to use a limited tool set to figure out how to like navigate through the environment. You know, sure. it's like more challenging and you have to like be a little more creative with what you're going to do. Cause really it's like most of your traversal mechanics are going to be with the morph ball until you get your double jump. Um, if they're going to do any like puzzle traversal type stuff, there's also a half pipe in there, which was really fun. <laughs> Cause why not? You exactly. can get a boost with the with the morph ball. So, uh, but the atmosphere on it's so good. Mm. I don't know. Hey, I'll I'll do. I'll take a page out of your book. <laughs> what do you think I'm gonna pick, Maxwell? I mean, I I especially with how you've been going lately, um, of the trying to get off the nostalgia train. Um, it trying seems to be a like good boy. it seems like Metroid's gonna be the winner by default uh and that alone because it's a newer better game mechanically speaking um actually i think probably from all aspects i think you would probably pick metroid it's but that's just it's also how i view the game too like it's hard for me to imagine what would make zelda come out on top of metroid yeah I think that the story of Metroid is the the lore the like the the story isn't that exciting but the world building kind of is like it's cool mm. exploring this like barren planet with clearly dead civilizations you know and then like trying to like figure out why what happened to all these not people but whatever you want to call it entities I'm assuming it's not a human world <laughs> I feel pretty good about that uh but yeah so it's like interesting to see how they try to set up like why there's all this barren 
infrastructure and civilization as you're going around. Um, man, this is, mm. this is, this is, mm. Mm. but I, so that the legend of Zelda definitely, I mean, even though it's like the most like typical Nintendo story, damsel in distress, it's almost like, you know, Mario and Zelda games have the same exact fucking plot every single time. <laughs> Just switch up the the bad dude for a bad dino with a spiky shell or a bad <laughs> turtle. I guess. I guess is Bowser a turtle? He's like a dino turtle. He's, yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be a turtle. Dino turtle, I think, is yeah. It's appropriate and it sounds cool. It's only respectful. Dino DNA. Um, yeah, I just like the 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 sci-fi techie side of Metroid. I think I think I think I gotta stick with it. I think gotta stick with Maxwell's assumption. Since he's stuck with my assumption. It, it for it's that reason fair. alone, yeah. Uh but the the atmosphere and the soundtrack, there's just like certain there are definitely scenes in Legend of Zelda that like I know going through, I'm like, man, this is pretty badass. But some of the temples can be kind of sparse. Um and yeah just that i feel like it was just a younger game right so there's just like you were saying it's just there's more to be wanted after playing modern titles now you know like if you the thing with legend of zelda is if you know all the tricks of the dungeon then it's not that fun because dungeons only take like literally five minutes to get through i mean not that bad but Mm, like if you know all the puzzles it's super quick like some of the puzzles i mean Sure, I was just being, you know, a dumb kid, but like it took a lot longer to go through dungeons and it's a lot more exciting. It felt a lot more rewarding to go through them when I was actually figuring stuff out. But like, I know, you know, if I'm in the Deku tree, I'm not going to get stumped by a fucking puzzle that I've solved like 10 years ago and I've solved a couple times since then, too. Right. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, jump off the top with the stick and fire into the webs. You go to the bottom, shoot the eye because I could never have figure out how to open up that door. And then literally it's just platforming to boss. And that's it. That's the entire dungeon. <laughs> Bam. Spoiler alert. I also just spoiled like crazy the first dungeon of the game. And the Deku tree dies in case you didn't know. <laughs> okay, so moving on then. I got Metroid Prime versus Hollow Knight. <laughs> Which this one. This is, oh, d- just for the, the viewers listening, it, we kind of glossed over it. But he, he, yeah, he chose Metroid Prime. So we're in the final. Oh, yeah, sorry matchup i mean you heated it but yeah we're intro time over a year in the making how are ready for this so but before you start did do you think going back to when we started if you had said your final matchup was going to be metroid prime and hollow knight that that would make sense to you would you have believed that Mm, i think the problem is is i've spent a lot of time Especially when I started like doing the any percent speed runs of Hollow Knight, I've spent so much more time with Hollow Knight since then, and I think I have partially gotten a more realistic, it, like perspective of the game. Like I really loved the game when it came out, and I yeah. was like, or when I first played it, not when it came out. Um, <laughs> unless I played it when it first came out, That's, you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I definitely, I think 
that's why I don't like raiding games right off the bat, because I think you can just love Tense of Glass really hard. I think I've had more time to sit on Hollow Knight, and I think I've heard critiques of it that I think are very fair, but I don't think deter me away from it. So now it's like I feel more confident giving it, you know, like the level of praise at this point in comparison to the beginning, right? Like I that's feel fair. more, I bolster my confidence with a little bit of Delta T going on there. Um, but Metroid Prime, yeah, I'm not surprised at all about Metroid Prime. Our top two may be a little surprised, but like, well, for sure a little surprised because I thought that Super Mario 64 was going up, but I've really had to temper my emotions for this this racket. I mean, the joke from day one, the joke every time we were recording this Top 50 podcast between Maxwell and I is like, in the top left corner of the bracket, the Super Mario 64 and God of War, and we're like, the more exciting race is for who's going to get second place, not for who's going to get first, <laughs> because we're both just going to pick those games because we stand them so much. Um, which God of War still got the chance, baby. Come on, let's get full time. Full I know, it's, it's still in the bracket, but Super Mario 64, she, she gone. She gone. She, she's straight gone. I think it's still fair that she's gone. I don't feel too horrible about my decisions on that. Would that be um, Maria? <laughs> yeah. She, she's not Maria. <laughs> She well, I guess Maria. Well, yeah, no, it's, I was going to say that, but yeah. I figured I like Maria better. Um, I do think that it also kind of makes sense that Metro Prime's here because realistically, like since I left for college, my video game style is I don't I have not played as many single player games other than what I've played consequentially from you, you know, mm-hmm. since essentially uni time. Um, like I just played like Call of Duty and like undergrad, you know, and then started playing League. And now, yeah, I'm mostly just online gaming, which I'm not going to put like any online game in a top two for sure. No offense, but fuck League and fuck Call of Duty. Terrible games. And CSGO. I can't believe that CSGO is so popular. The graphics are literally doo-doo-dong. I mean, like a child yeah, could draw a better person. Competitive esports isn't about the graphics, bro. That's true, baby. It's about the experience. Exactly. Um, so yeah, long-winded way to answer that. This matchup is very stressful. I don't like it. <laughs> um, I think what I was saying about Metroid Prime's toolkit, I think there's just a lot more similarities between Metroid Prime and Hollow Knight, especially since both of them are Metroidvanias. That's a pretty big similarity to start with. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I think Metroid or Hollow Knight does something a little more similar to Metroid in the sense that you have a more limited toolkit. It's not like Legend of Zelda where you have the full menu item of a bunch of shit that you can pick from and use in a given circumstance, you know? Um, yeah. It's like, really, Hollow Knight is like boiled down to like pogos, dashes, and double jumps once you're game. Like, that's essentially all you do. <laughs> Other than obviously attacking theoretically at some point you don't have to i suppose you can just pogo your life away um i think that hollow knight is definitely it's it's just it's a more exciting world to explore i think i enjoyed the like it's it as i've said before it just it doesn't really give you a whole lot and you're really just figuring out from bits and pieces here and here which is a little similar to Samus, but Samus also has so much like backstory to her, and there's so many implications. You're running in like Meta Ridley, like there's already a lot of like back things already developed up until that point, you know, that also 
make the game exciting because you want to continue that story. But Hollow Knight is just like, here's a blank piece of paper. And this is what we're going to give you to start with. And then you just have to figure out everything else from there, which I think is really cool. And it made it, it's probably been the first time in a while uh, that I was like really excited to explore the lore of a game. Similar to when I was playing God of War, I was very excited to mm. actually like explore the lore of it. And there was a Xbox 360 era where like they were putting a bunch of lore in games and I'm just like, all of this lore fucking sucks and is boring and I don't care about any of it. Like it's way too much story. No gameplay is going on and it takes like five hours to read. Like they give you a book to explain yeah. like a detail that's saying like Ezio was born in 1920 and that was like, that's your detail that you're getting and it definitely wasn't born <laughs> in 1920, but you get what I'm saying. You know, it's just like they did, they did the most for the least um agreed storytelling has so, come a long way in video games yeah yeah for sure i definitely think that the like difficulty curve in metroid makes a lot more sense than hollow knight i still agree like it's either the beginning slow if you're really if you're good at the game or familiar with the game or the end is slow if you have like you know, you figure out it takes all this time to get good at the game. Once you get good at the game, then you want more power ups at the end, you know, or like the beginnings. Yeah, I think I'm saying this backwards, but you get what I'm trying to say. It's like the difficulty curve is definitely not very uniform in Hollow Knight, which I think is probably one of my biggest criticisms of it. And the soundtrack doesn't slap as hard as Metroid Prime, but. It was developed by three people. I mean, you got to give them some credit here. <laughs> yeah, I do have <laughs> As to. As we've talked about. So I, I started playing Hollow Knight again, and I do have to say the soundtrack, like it's while maybe not standout-ish, and I haven't played like through the entire world, like I'm not very far in it yet, but it's just like the, it matches with the environment so well. It's just it fits like, very well. It's so immersive. It's very good. Yeah. I think that. Yeah, they do a really good job of it being like a very yeah supplemental piece to the environment, and it never feels like weird. You know, it's not like why are they playing these sounds? I don't know how else to describe it, but like because Hollow Knight, like the the maps are really simplistic because it's a two D you know side scrolling platform essentially up down side scroll whatever you want to call it. Um, so a lot of you know the details are just like the color palette of each area i think is really what dictates the mood of the area and like yeah, how the area yeah. feels like each area has very distinctive color palette um and i think that the the music is colored with a similar color very well colored very well color matched also color <laughs> color um so yeah i think bosses in hollow knight hands down way better uh the ending Honestly, Hollow Knight's like kind of tragic. The whole the whole like story of the game is way don't, better. Don't spoil it too. Like, I'm not gonna I, spoil I, it. Okay, I wasn't sure where you're going. I was spoil. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But it just, yeah, it's. I think Hollow Knight did pull it. Not 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 Last of Us Part Two level, you know. But it pulled it pulled some strings for me. There was some there was some questions. There was some emotion. There was some heat in there, um, and. Yeah, I think that the gameplay is just, it's really fun. And I have not ever minded going back through it, which is something I'd probably say for Metroid Prime 2. Like, I have enjoyed going back through, but because the mechanics are so simple uh, and it's also not developed with 
weird-ass controller mappings, which Metroid Prime totally is developed with weird-ass controller mapping. I don't know why they did some of the things that they did on that, but that's whatever. That's why um, I couldn't get very far in it, man. I started playing Metroid Prime, and I was like... It takes me a while to get back into it. Like, I, I definitely have to play for a little bit to remember, because when I first pick it up... I, the last time I picked it up, I was just like, how did I fucking play this game? And then it was like an hour in, and I remembered everything, and then, you know, I'm like back in the smooth sailing. But no, it was... It's whack. It's straight up whack. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I think, yeah, I, I think I got to stick with it. As I've told Maxwell in the past, my winner is Hollow Knight, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Three men won my heart over all other 49 games. Let's go. <laughs> Fucking oh, yeah. sad. Team Cherry. Too good. I'm super pumped for Silk Song. Um, but. Hollow Knight, I think, is just, it's a very me game. And I enjoy it a lot. And I really want Silk Song to come out. Goddamn, get more content. Been a patient boy. <laughs> and I have not been rewarded. <laughs> yeah. So, T- Team Cherry, for those of you listening, developed Hollow Knight. It's very, very, very small game studio. Three people. Um, and there's a. Which is also just crazy. It's super crazy and awesome that it, it won your bracket. Like, that's just, that's wild. Super yeah, cool. I I cannot believe if I if I if I knew that three people could do that, I would be way more into video game development. But I just assumed to make anything badass, you just had to have like a literal team of monkeys working <laughs> at your side to make sure that something would come out of any like level of coolness. So obviously indie games are definitely becoming a lot more popular, but a lot of indie games are like kind of they're just kind of meh. You know, like Stickbold is awesome in the sense that it's really fun to play, but it's not like there's like, I'm not crying at the end of Stickbold with this story or anything like that. You know, it's like a very linear to me what I expect when I play an indie game where, you know, games more like Hollow Knight or even like Hades, you know, they just there's a lot more color and depth to the game that make it feel a lot more like a traditional full fledged AAA title now versus, you know, older indie games. So I think a lot of love's got to go to it consequentially. Glad I can never stress about this bracket again. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> so the interesting thing I just realized is that both of our final matchups are essentially old versions of us versus new versions of us. So old Oliver, Metroid Prime makes perfect sense. New Oliver, Hollow Knight, Speedrun, and new, new Metroidvania. Game. New Metroidvania. For me. Old Maxwell, God of War. We've joked this entire time that God of War is going to be my number one pick. And it's so it's definitely the Goliath and the David or the underdog, Ori and the Will of the Wisps is new Maxwell, a new game genre to me, effectively, that completely changed me. And I, it, I mean, it made it to my final two. It's incredible. Um, so we'll go into it with that, that little teaser, David and Goliath. Um, also before you start going adam says how does it feel to have completed this quest to which i respond absolutely fucking fantastic (laughs) i'm so i'm so happy i can have resolved my stress while uh maxwell if he hasn't already made his decision can just well and you know simmer in this soup of anxiety i'm assuming you've already decided i think yeah i i don't have anxiety i i have known who who wins um for for a it's while, for, war, for several it's for several weeks, we'll see, you man. Pick Ori, I'm gonna be freaking out. <laughs> so, 
Well, we I already talked about God of War in this podcast already, and we even talked about it during Oliver's matchup. So I won't say any more about God of War. Ori and the Will of the Wisps um, is a game that I 100% complete. So these are both games I have effectively done full completionist runs on. Um, and Ori and the Will of the Wisps, like Hollow Knight, 2D uh side scrolling left and right up and down all that kind of stuff metroidvania type game um but developed by a much larger studio i don't know the exact size um but the moon studio i believe uh god of war santa monica studio huge huge playstation first party studio um and ori the world with sequel um and it's just a i i don't know fantastic game i i had a review of it on my um Maxwell Lewis Gaming YouTube channel, so go over it, check it out to get a lot more in-depth thought, but it, uh, I said it changed me as a gamer. I've said this every time we've talked about it. It did. It changed how I view about what I value in games and what I think the purpose of games are and what they can be and what kind of role they serve, especially in the entertainment industry. Um, and it's just, it's magnificent. Visually stunning the the different biomes that we've talked about kind of in like the metroid games and zelda and god of war it does that beautifully each thing is each biome not only is visually distinct but traverses very differently and there are different abilities you get that allow you to traverse them differently um and they can often be traversed before getting the skill for it um or you will have to traverse it halfway and halfway through you get a skill that then makes it easier or more fun to traverse you traverse it in a different way and unlocking typical metroidvania you're unlocking stuff that allows you to do different things and access areas you hadn't before um but it does it very well um like i've said all of the skills you gain the traversal mechanics everything are useful get used and i think the the difficulty progression is probably the most perfect difficulty progression i've experienced like from start to finish, it's constantly increasing some in difficulty. You're increasing your skill level. And the final boss battle, I think, is technically more perfect than the final Balder fight in God of War. Um, I think it does a beautiful job of progressing, um, increasing in challenge throughout the fight, and also in utilizing every skill you've learned up to that point. It doesn't leave anything on the table. It doesn't allow you to like... I people go through and beat God of War punching only. Um like you you can't you can't only use one single skill to beat the game in Ori. Um it's all required. All of the traversal is a requirement and it needs to be fairly well mastered in order to be successful in the final fight. Um so difficulty curve from an actual I've said this before from an actual gameplay perspective, it is my top game. I think it is the best gameplay game I have ever played. And the story does a beautiful job pulls at the heartstrings it looks fantastic it's amazing and it's going up against god of war that i have praised as being amazing amazing gameplay oh my gosh back and forth new versus old can it do it so i know what you want to win oliver what do you think it's going to win you're a man who not only rides has designed, constructed, and overseen every single part of the manufacturing process of the hype train. <laughs> I mean, I, I really feel like you, 
the Ori high is real, but I also think you've been riding it for so long that I, I do, I do, I have doubts. I'm a hater, I guess, because I'm doubting. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, especially not having played Ori, it's a lot harder for me to really say, you know. But I sure. guess that's kind of more exciting since I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what the game's title is. Uh, <laughs> I just, I think that there's a lot of things about God of War that I are, I mean, it's just, it, it just cheat code because it's like badass Norse mythology land, you know, like it's pretty hard to F that one up. But, like, even Midgard is dope as fuck. You could spend hours in Midgard and be like, damn, this is dope as fuck. <laughs> um, and that's only, like, one section of the game. So it's really hard for me to think of Ori being that much crazier in a lot of regards. But uh, mm, I think I'm still leaning God of War, and I think I would stick with it, but I really wouldn't be too surprised if Ori won, just because, like, the vibrato you use when you speak about the game and how much it's changed your perspective. I mean, if those are true, then it's like, that probably should win then, right? Like, that sounds like probably this has been one of the most impactful games you've played in the last, maybe your life, if not... Like, I don't know, you know, since you started gaming again, you know, I, I haven't heard. I heard a lot of high praise for the viewers in case they didn't know about God of War. Incessant high praise, mind you. <laughs> I'm waking up to calls from Maxwell at four o'clock in the morning just so he can rave about how good God of War is. That's not true, but like, that would be crazy. Um, so, yeah, I think I think I have to stick with God of War just because I also think that that's still a newer Maxwell game. I think that, you know, this, the newer gen of Maxwell, that's not the racing or old school Kirby wand stealing thief game, whatever that one was. Cause that's like the only game from your childhood for some reason I remember other than, um, are you talking about other than racing games? I still think God of War is a new Maxwell game. I think it's badass. I think it fits all of the boxes. I think Ori is a much more compact experience that probably hit home really well and has introduced a new genre that I think you're really excited to explore, but yeah. I think that's my I think that's my final. I think that's my final. Okay. So th this is also a really good matchup. Actually, I had a point. It left my brain. So I'm just going to tell everyone who wins. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, drum roll. <laughs> my winner, my top game in my top 50 bracket, top of all time so far for me is God of War. We predicted it at the beginning of the top 50. It came true. Um, yeah. I mean, again, as, as, as highly as I've spoken about Ori, God of War has a cheat code of just being a more complete game. It, it just has more in it. Like, Ori executes what it sets out to do in almost perfect fashion. But God of War just does so much more and still hits such high levels of perfection while doing it. A game that has that much scope of lore and story and worlds, entirely different worlds. I mean, like you're going to Alfheim and Helheim and uh, Musefelheim and Jotunheim and all the Heims and like it's just, but all of them look so different. They play differently. The enemy types, 
it's incredible start to finish you, you just feel it it's just it's so good it's it's I I have thought this hey. since I played it. I I bugged Oliver about it for years until he finally did. Um and yeah, it's still true. It is w- without a shoot of a doot as Oliver would say. Um yeah, the the best game I've played to date. So it just it also just has so much fucking content and also I think such such high replayability too, which just makes it even better. Like I would do another God of War run through, you know. There's lots of games that I will not do another run through, <laughs> um, like Last of Us Part Two. I guarantee you, I will never play through Last of Us Part Two again. Yeah. Like, not that I don't like it, you know, but like God of War, that was fun to play. It took me, I think, I spent like 40 hours on my playthrough, um, and most of that was just me dicking around and like just exploring it was like skyrim effect but the story was also interesting enough that i still wanted to see the story out cough cough rip skyrim (laughs) i'm just a fucking sneaky archer in a random dungeon for 12 hours and then realize i've done nothing productive in skyrim that's my play experience (laughs) um so yeah i'm definitely happy i think it's appropriate i still think it's a it's a it's a new enough maxwell game we might have a new Metroidvania loving Maxwell on the horizon, but I still think that, I mean, it'd be badass and it'd be thicky with a lot of seeds. Yeah. And I, I remember what I was going to say. It's, it's a good matchup because I've played them both like very, very recently, practically back to back and done like completionist runs of both of them. So they are as both fresh in my mind, like to compare. So it's it, the fairest shot both of them had um, at winning. So. That's what, that, that was the other reason why it's a good matchup. But. Well, I'm glad I stuck to my guns, and I'm glad I'm right. I feel like I passed the, the friend test, because Maxwell was asking me after last podcast what I think won. And I was like, God of War has to fucking win it all. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't say it with that much, uh, what do you call it? With gusto. that much strength and enthusiasm. Yeah, gusto, but uh, I mean, yeah. God of War is just, it's been the Maxwell game, you know? Maxwell's got the tramp stamp of Kratos and boy. <laughs> it was it was sometime during the third or finals is when I I knew confidently that God of War was going to win. I don't remember at what point it was, um, but that was kind of like up until then I was still kind of like I hadn't given it enough thought. Um, but as we kind of started like thinking ahead about what games would be going up against each other and stuff, it just kind of became pretty clear that yeah, God of War was the wiener. And also, yeah, but I, all, all top four oh, I've know. played recently. I mean, Last of Us Part Two just came out. I went through that game recently. Forza Horizon 4, I play all the freaking time. So all four of my top four games had a fair shot. That's all I'm going to say. But okay, continue. Yeah, I think, is the third or finals or top eight? Is that what yeah. we were calling it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think once, once I did the re-bracket and then chopped old Mario off, I think that's when I really started thinking about who was going to win because then it felt like I actually had an easy list to go through and not 50 fucking games to think about who would be the best out of all of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think same for me. I mean, that was around when I told you I was feeling pretty good that HK was going to take the WWE. I mean, I'm just looking at the top eight and thinking about. Especially, I mean, recently I've had so much fun with Hollow Knight, but it's like. Game hit a lot of the boxes. It's pretty good pretty yeah. good i'm i'm excited uh, to keep playing it and get further adam asked 
how does it feel <laughs> to have completed this quest? It, it, I mean, it feels great. As I've, as I've said it multiple times, especially as we've gotten to the end here, that like the the journey. I think both of us have gone on, gone on, but for me specifically, um, like just what I've learned about video games. I mean, we've discussed a lot of tech news things. We've looked up a lot of developers um, and and learned about the development process behind a lot of these games. So I, th- I think I've learned a lot about video games and the industry and myself and what I view and value. And some of my views have kind of evolved too, as we've discussed, and you've brought up points that I um, agree with. And it's, yeah, I, I am a different gamer now at the end of this bracket than i was over a year ago when we started this podcast i know little, little you aren't here ready there. for it i'm not ready um, for it we're not ready um but no so it feels great um i mean god of war was destined from the beginning i suppose um but <laughs> that's kind of my favorite part but it is i mean after playing it though i definitely understand now why you felt that way and why those jokes were the way that they were i mean like i said the game is badass as fuck yeah the balder fight is badass as fuck there are shots from that fight are just burned into my brain that when i think of that game i'm just like i think of the moments in that fight that i'm like oh my goodness this game is crazy like I, there are not many games i play where thinking back on it it gets my adrenaline pumping just thinking about the game and it's now multiple times when we've discussed some things i'm just getting like yeah yeah, the the fight with the I don't know why I haven't thought about this until recently, but the fight with the the two guys just to leave it super vague. Yeah, um, that fight was also crazy and also super intense. Like there is there are a lot of really yeah just tense moments, and I think the story the story honestly felt pretty quick going through it. Yeah, which was nice because I don't think that the story was short by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> but they just kept it high intensity, kind of running the whole way through which is kind of cool. Normally yeah. I get like, normally it's like the, like if it's like a 20 hour game, there's like the 13 hour schlump, you know, where they like, <laughs> ah, we need to set some stuff up so that the end has a little more impact and you understand a little more what's going on. So we're just going to blow a couple hours to, you know, do some exposition here randomly. <laughs> I am Kratos. I am the <laughs> God of War. But yeah, so and and being done with this now, I am very excited to start changing up the type of content we do. Um, Same. There's lots of ideas that like Adam has given us. uh, My wife and I have discussed Oliver and I have discussed doing deep dives into games um like more of those shallow dives in the games shallow dives in the games um there's one in particular i don't know when it will happen um but it's one that i want to do and i will we'll recruit probably a lot of people in with help for this but um is essentially a video game soundtrack quiz um where someone uh, my my wife and i did something similar to this or watched a video and she she really wanted us to do this um so they like maybe maybe my wife and and purple misfit or something someone i'm sure adam has some ideas to add to it as well but we'll create a a list of clips from famous video game soundtracks to play for us and we will see how many we can guess oh that'd be so bad um yeah it'll be bad we we think we know um but but to see how that goes and, and kind of test our knowledge and, and have some fun. And I there there are so many videos that do things like that out there um, where they they make it difficult for the audience to play along. And I definitely want to fix that. I want to make it very easy 
for anyone watching us do it to also participate. So get get hyped for that. I don't know when that will happen, when we'll have the time to put it together and do it, but th- that's the type of stuff. So I'm excited to to do some different different content and have some fun. Oh, so. We should give us an easy dubber and throw in like some extreme doom one in there because that one for sure has like little margin of interpreting anything else. Yes, doom and Whatever Halo. that guy's name is. Yeah. I think you could find some real like you could find some deep cuts in these games though that make it really difficult. I mean, obviously, if you're picking like Bomb Bomb Battlefield, everyone's gonna know it's Mario or yeah. they're dumb. <laughs> yeah, I I think I that's probably I think we'll probably do a good mix of like super obvious bangers with some do some do some deep cuts thrown in there as well. Um, but like not not super deep cuts. I mean, like we don't want people to just be like, "What the fuck?" Like I don't remember hearing that song ever. Um, but but yeah, either way, I I think that'll be fun. New content like that will be super fun to do. Um, so yeah, excited. Get get hyped for for different content coming out. And let us know, as always, on Instagram in the comments down below when you're live chatting with us. Give us ideas. Now that we're done with the bracket, I mean, tech news will continue to be a thing. We might even do maybe kind of a TikTok schedule, not the app, but like a release schedule of back and forth. China of like is watching. One week doing tech news, the next week doing a, a, a special content tech news back and forth. Who knows? But we got all types of stuff, but we're looking for ideas. So let us know. Adam says that the music is a great idea and would be happy to help set it up. Hell yeah. And then watch us fail and burn. I might have added that last part, but <laughs> yeah, it, it should be fun though. But the goal isn't to win; the goal is to have fun, as it is in That's any true, video baby. game, baby. Although technically, I guess you could argue the goal is to win in a video game. But um, what is winning? What is winning? Um, but yeah, so that is the top fifty bracket. Somehow, without tech news, we turned finishing the bracket into an hour-long podcast episode. I thought it was going to so. take ten minutes. I did too. So. Um, we did it for you guys. Thank you guys so much for sticking around. Thank you for being around for like the top 50 podcast. You've been watching for a while. Like, I mean, we've been doing this for a while. It's been a lot of fun. We enjoy making it. So we appreciate you guys sticking around, giving us a listen, a watch, all that kind of stuff. And we'll leave it at that and hope you guys all have a great day, week, month, year, life. Juicy. Juicy. And that will do it for this week's episode slash the top 50 showdown. It is the end of an era, the end of our lives, the end of your life. Happiness has been destroyed and we will have to find happiness in other locations. So if you have any ideas for what we should do moving forward, not that we're totally out of ideas, but we're always willing and appreciative to hear what you guys want to hear from us speaking to you through headphones, speakers, whatever you're using, doesn't really matter. Thank you so much for listening every single week. Hope you were interested in Top 50 Showdown. What did you think of the games we decided? I don't know. Do you? Well, I think mine was pretty great. Um, And I thought Maxwell's was pretty great too. So I guess I thought they were good. Either way, enjoy your week. Call your mom. Joseph.